Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back to a special edition of the Dawn Core and D-Rica Hippie Show. We are your hosts. Dawn Core. And D-Rica Hippie. And as y'all see, we got a very special guest today. We got family in the building. Well, we in his building. Definitely my family. We in his building. We in his domain. You know what I'm saying? So, it's going to be a special interview. We're going to get into what's going on in the world right now with the... um, politics and everything, but I'm going to let him introduce himself right now, and we're going to get right into it. Great, yeah, so uh, my name is Control Lewis. I am Corey Lewis' little brother, Don and Don Cor. <laughs> uh and, you know, no, no not for forever, so yes. yeah, it's just it's together together time. Yes, 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 so how you feeling? What's going on, man? I mean, I'm all right. I'm a little anxious. The election is in uh, less than a week, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Less than six, six days, days now, something like that, with yeah. it being the time that it is now. Well, the, the end of the election, you know, people, right, already, right, people right. already started voting. We already have early uh, voting, which is uh, the biggest, probably, impact of early voting. And what do you say? Yeah, so people, I mean, in New I, York, before you enter that, I haven't seen this, and I'm older than you. <laughs> I, I don't even remember early voting. Yeah, it started you know, in June. It started it's in June. June. Yeah, so early vote in New York started in June. It's been happening all across the country before, but um, New York is the first time was in June, and now nine days before uh, the presidential election is when people can start voting. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going on the fourth. It's the fourth, right? The third. Third. I'm going on the third. I'm going third. I'm going early that day. I'm gonna go. I think the school is like right around the corner from where I live because I'm in. You know where I'm in. So right. I gotta go to the one on um it's right across the street from the Home Depot. But um okay. I just wanted to get into it since we jumped right into the po- politics thing. We just gonna jump into that and then I'm gonna ask you what you doing <laughs> in the world. But how you feel about how the elections and the debates and everything leading up to the day that we need to go vote. How you feel everything is going right now, how you feel about the candidates, you know what I mean? Um well, it's been a it's it's been a shit show for four years. So we, the people now are allowed to speak, um, mm-hmm. and that's where we at. So I mean, I think that uh, anything can happen on election day. Yeah. Um, the polls are saying that Joe Biden is winning in uh, a lot of the um, swing states. But those same polls were saying that it should be a President Hillary Clinton. That's what I was going to say to you. Wasn't that the same kind of reports when Hillary was, was running? Like, she was ahead and... I mean, yeah. And um, she would have been because she was the popular vote. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that you can't underestimate Donald Trump. Um, and he has been uh, slimy for his whole life, um, and especially in the elections. I mean, this is a man who wanted the death penalty brought back for the Central Park Five um, yes. for teenagers. This is a man that in the Nixon... Front page ad, right. And this is a man in the Nixon administration. The Nixon administration had to be like, yo, boy, you, you too racist. Um, so that just opened up uh, to a lot of uh, black people in this country that we still have a lot of racist people in this country that's willing to vote for um, a very yeah. racist leader. Right. Um, so you can't underestimate that. When yeah. you go into the voting booth, it's just one person and one vote. So you don't, so know, you don't who know who. You know what the, not even in different states, but you don't know what the person in the next box 
yeah. from you. That, it always reminds right. me of like you save your pennies and you get a lot from saving your pennies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's like the election is like that. Like every penny counts. Right. Like every vote is the penny, and that's when it's like, oh shit. Because I, I went out today uh, while we, we were here. I went out after work to try to do it at thirty thirty-five, and the line it's, it's was around the block, around the block, around the block. Yeah. And it wasn't just us out there. Of course not. And that tripped me out. Right. Because you don't know. It hits me to where you don't know people. Where I come from, what, eight years ago. I'm not going to say four years ago. Eight years ago when right. Rock was on the ballot. That wasn't what was happening. I was, I got on the line. Right. I mean, we. I know we're going to talk about what I do later. But that that's just to say when you talk about other people in your community, transportation is a real bitch. That's real. Yeah. Bitch. If you start to, like, who? Because. What does community really look it's, like it's when you just, start to really see people? It's not just the president uh, that's on his uh, ballot, yeah, right? right? Who, yeah. who else is? What else is up for grabs? So the, I mean, the top of the ticket is is the president, mm-hmm. um, and then you go the the next one should be the congressionals, mm-hmm. um, and after that should be the state legislator. So it should be state senator uh, assembly, um, and that's that's about it. But each and every one of those positions are and legislation and. The legislators are the ones who make the laws, correct? Yeah. So if you were to look at federal government, state government, and city, the more local you get, the more powerful they actually are to our personal lives. You right. got problems with NYPD? That's not Donald Trump's problem. That is Mayor de Blasio's problem. Mm-hmm. The state legislator are, if people remember Schoolhouse Rock, right? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Um, you yeah. got the president. But then you got the people that make the laws and send the bills to the president for signature. That's right. The governor is the same. You have an executive, which is governor, Governor Cuomo, and then he has his own little Congress, which yeah. is the state senate and the assembly. You are voting for the state senate and the, and the assembly. So if you have any ideas, and that's that's what I do, right? Is you have any ideas? What I love about politics and legislation, it's it's entrepreneurial. You have ideas. Um, you put it down on paper and you convince your colleagues in the state legislature to vote on it mm-hmm. and you send it over to the state you know, executive to sign it. Mm-hmm. Every idea, every law that we have was was started with somebody's idea. Right. Yeah. That's, and that's what, I think we had this conversation a couple weeks ago talking about this politics stuff. It's like, um, a lot of people don't, a lot of people stuck on that, oh, the president word. Yeah. And then when they get off that, they stay stuck on the Democrat and the Republican one. Right. It's like, bro, like you just told Ray, like you could vote independent. Right. You could even put your own name or make up a name or whatever. You could vote for Boston. Yeah. And, so don't and, just and think Peter Pan every all the time. Yeah. So yeah. that'd be my problem with the whole like we don't and like Corey, like Don just said, oh, when he got to that line and realized that it's not his people, our people standing there. Those people that are standing there are the ones that do their homework on what's going on. Or in, this, in the community that in they the community, moved to right. and that's two what, years ago. That's what makes me... And we it, don't it, as a people. It made me like... And I talk to you about this all the time, and this is why I go back and I speak to people around me. Right. Because I know they're not getting this from anywhere. I've never been yeah. clueless, but he. this is what he does. Right. So you telling me that they're going for the legislators of, of New York State. New York State. 
And I'm looking and I'm like, I don't know if these same people who I'm on Citizens at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I open the Citizens at. And these same people, and I see the things that they are saying, mm-hmm. are going to go in there and vote for the same people of the assembly that I'm going for, that, that have the same views that I do. That's why I tell people, like, Ray, you have, your vote do count. Right. Yeah. They make you think about only the 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 president, and make you say, "Oh, it's going to be a blue state anyway." Right. But you forget everything else that's included. I was having this conversation last night, and this is why we wanted to bring you here, brother, Mm -hmm. for this fact that I want to educate my audience and my peers, and I tell them to speak to you a lot. Right. And they do, the ones that can't get close to you. Yep. I don't allow everybody because you've been Obama before Obama. You've been the president, best our president forever. Mm-hmm. So now it's, it's kind of... Yeah, since young, we yeah, say he's going to be president. It's kind of different now to where I just want to get this knowledge out to people. And that's why I said I was happy to be on the show and, you know... Uh, so, opportunity to talk politics. I just ask y'all how much time because I can talk. Oh, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> why, that's why we're here. Go ahead it's, it's, that's why we're here instead of booking two right. hours and then like, oh, damn, we got to Who are some of the um the local names that you could just throw out there that you know of of those seats that are up for voting right now that you could just throw names out there and people y'all just do your homework on them. You know what I'm saying? Just Google is your friend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it all depends on where you live. Um, you know, the president is the president of the whole country, but the more local you get, the more it starts to be broken down by what they call districts. So where we at right now um, is um, the senator who was the most senior Democrat in, uh, in Albany, Senator Velvinette Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's leaving, and she's being replaced by um, some guy, uh, Jabari Brisport. Um, over in Brownsville is a woman named Latrice Walker, um, dopest assemblywoman that I work with. Heard of her. Yeah. As a matter of fact, bro, I'm trying to get no, she came some years ago from when we we're young. Yeah, that's why I remember like then. It was something that happened. She was there. I mean, Latrice is probably probably not her, but because Latrice is is not that much older Older. than us. Um, She spoke at something that we were at. Ah. Yeah, like I'm not saying like she's younger. Right. No, 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 because she hasn't been there for a while. No. She hasn't been in the legislature for a while. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, she is she is dope. I work with her all the time in in Albany. Um, in fact, it, for for my personal for my professional job, it I do a lot of housing policy with her because um, you know trying to fix housing policy is one. You got to understand that there is a lot of racist policies on the books um, that you have to really address, right? So you know. Just going from the state senate, you got Velvinette who is leaving, and then the assembly, you know, you got, um, you know, Latrice Walker. Another partner that I work with is, uh, you know, Alika Emperor Samuel, who is the council member, um, and really understanding the importance of city council. Um, you know, it, I can go through the, the whole gauntlet, but it all depends yeah, just on. Just a couple names so everybody can. Right. At least just, 
you know, get a little grasp of something that's going on where they at locally, because most of our audience is going to be. And it's a lot. Right. It's it's a lot. I think, like, who represents me is probably not the people that represents you. Um, East New York. Right. Even if where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. A few few blocks over, it it changes. And that's because if you look at communities, communities are different. Mm -hmm. And they need their representation. I mean, you can't. CNN on or something, and I was just hearing it in the background that they were saying that they changing certain district lines right now. Yeah, because the census, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, the census have has closed, but the census is based on how representation works, and they start to call the lines. But think about it, like just communities are different. You can't have the same representation as Brownsville. Brownsville is different. Yeah. Brownsville needs are different. Yeah. What they, what they, their issues are different. It is it is completely different from Fort Greene, which is completely different from Crown Heights. And even so, just think, so, I'm just thinking when you say in the neighborhoods, I'm just thinking like in a minuscule way, just like the settings around yeah, it, right. and just the different people, and just like the views or um, transportation. Yeah, even stuff like that. Like so, if, and I'm not even thinking of how you thinking of it right. on a political level where they could really get to the root of it and fix it. So, but that like like. Like Don just said, right? It's just simple stuff like transportation. Transportation, think of Canarsie. The senator out in Canarsie, the council member out in Canarsie has a whole different view of what transportation is because I'm the end of the line. There's only one way in and there's one way out, which is completely different from a senator from Bed-Stuy. That's like you can get on the J, you can get on the A, you can get on the 26, you can get on the 52, you can get on the 38, you can get on the 25. I was even hearing like a year or two ago when they would, they, are they still doing the, um, the Charlie Horse train, <laughs> it, yeah, something like that. I, I, I think the I think the mayor, yeah, I think the mayor is like realized that he don't have a lot yeah, of money for that. Don't do that over here. Don't do that over here. You need that right now. They say nineteen twenty. But I mean, I, I again, that was something that a lot of people out in Queens wanted, right? Yeah, to get out to and need because it's it's a two way zone, so. When you are talking about the MTA, just remember, right, that like the MTA is problematic. The MTA is problematic for us three, but the MTA ain't its own entity. They report to somebody, yeah. right? And they report to the state legislators who right. the ones out in Queens say, yo, I'm a two-way zone. And the ones in Canarsie say, I'm at the end of the line. What you going to do for me? And then the senator from Bedside is like, yo, I'm good. My people can travel all the way. So it's like that's where politics is important because you have them. Right. Your vote counts. You have them being like, these are the problems. Especially that my people face. Especially like we talking about the local. Those are the people you could touch and talk to. Right. You you could go to their office and talk to them. Right. This is my problem. Do you think... um, I mean, of course, I, I I know this, but do you think people are miseducated about politics on purpose? I think because that everybody, like from from the beginning, thinks of like the president election as my vote doesn't count because I'm going for the presidency. But then you're missing out on legislators and people who make local laws for you. And then when things are going wrong in your community, community as far as schooling. Like we were just speaking on transportation, um, uh, policing, mm-hmm. whatever. You ignoring that and you blaming like the president 
I think of it's knowing you could have voted for. I think it's systematic. I think it's systematic. Systematic, right? I think it is. Um, you've probably heard for years. Politics don't do shit. Politicians don't do shit. Um, this is it, nothing ever changes. Um, but I would say we all grew up in Bed Stuy. We know that stuff can change, and stuff can either change for the good, where you are priced out, right. or it could be changed for the bad, where. I mean, sorry, you could be, it could be, you know, and priced out, or it could be changed for the good where people are investing in home ownership and ensuring that you can afford the community that you live in and and not just a renter where the only thing they got to do is increase your rent by 15%. For me, I still see the seesaw battle invest out with those two options right now. Mm -hmm. It's still, we still in the middle of it. Is it going to be good or is it going to be bad where? They gonna price us out, or we gonna be able to be all equal and have a right shot at something? You know what I'm saying? So I actually, that's just how I, I see Best Stop being right. It's still teetering right now. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I think, think it's on. I, I think it's on a bad. I think. I think it's very bad. I think it's on a very bad. If I was to take, I think you, it's teetering no more. If I was to take you on the roof and show you, I mean, perfect example. You, you know, uh, you know where we grew up. You go around the corner now. And it is a multi-million dollar condo development yeah. on our block. It is. It does not look the same. Another one being built. Yeah. It is not the same community, and it is not the community for us. They just filled every gap with a building. They filled every gap with they a building. Down the building. And put <laughs> they don't even care. That's the one y'all talk about. The one with the laundry yeah. is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now where the church is at, they're going to condo. Yeah. You know, so it's like... I, I think it's a lot worse. If you step out on this balcony and you look over there to Lexington and Quincy where oh, you were scared condos. to walk at this time of night. That's a fact. You knew not to walk back there. They back there. They party yeah. back there. They sometimes. So do you like. you see gentrification as a bad or a good thing, or it depends how it's used. In, I I in the neighborhoods that it creates itself. It depends on. I think. I mean, because I think it's a loaded. I, I think it's loaded. I rather like to walk to. Queen I think it's loaded, right? right? I, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's loaded. I think we all get get stuck on the word gentrification, and 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 when I'm talking about housing, I, I try not to. I try to use the word displacement because that's what it really is. Yeah. Gentrification. If we're talking about gentrification as a, as a means of investment in my community, mm-hmm. sure. But you shouldn't only invest in my community because white people are moving in. You should invest that's in my community because I live here and I pay taxes. Yeah. In that sense. That's what I want. I want me to be at the table saying what needs to be done as it relates to housing policy and transportation policy and education policy and leave me alone after that. Right. As the government, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't only Christopher Columbus complex discover my community yeah, yeah, yeah. when... Into it. Right. It's <laughs> all. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, discovered yeah. Ben Stop. Yeah. So what, what my thing too with that is, is like if you've been living in the projects for 25 years, you should have saved to get one of these jobs. You know what I'm saying? That's, that goes with different. <laughs> but when you say that, you uh, I just think it's are subtracting everything else that affects that 
reason why that fan oh, yeah. is in the project. Yeah, because... Yeah. Or, I mean... I'm not saying everybody is the same case. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean that. it in that way. Because we yeah. see people that have been in the project. They out there. Yeah, or, or it's very simple, right? Right? I should have a choice. Yeah. If I want to the stay fact. in these projects, or I get to stay. Right. I get to stay in these projects. But who are you as the government to divest in NYCHA? Who are you to ensure, not right, not the invest, who are you to ensure that you have lead paint in my building all across all of these units and y'all don't fix because, it? Because everybody, because, that lives cheaper, in, because everybody that lives in the projects is on welfare, food stamps, unemployment, they don't work, right? I don't care. Right? Yeah. I don't care. You want to know because I had a no, partner. But that's not the truth. I don't care if it was. Yeah. Because I had a partner that says we either, you know. I'm just saying that's why they do it. So what, what I'm saying is Donald Trump is a developer. Yeah. You ask any developer, they get money from the government. So I had a partner that says, when you are a developer, you get in subsidy. Mm-hmm. But when you are in NYCHA, you want food stamps. We are all on subsidy or we all on food stamps. But it ain't for the rich, it's a subsidy. And for the poor, you want government assistance. We all want government assistance. Yeah, yeah. When a developer receives money from the government, <laughs> it is government assistance. Yeah. So if people in NYCHA... And that is like you just said, it's not everybody, but I don't care. Right. I don't care that everybody is not because it's the Donald Trumps in the world that is getting seven hundred who's paying seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes to the federal government. They take that out from me in one check. He paid that all yeah. year. Yeah. I don't care. They get theirs, I want mine. And stop giving me the excuse that, oh, she lazy. He lazy too. If we taking it to like <laughs> the races, like white and black, because I was about to say like you can have the white family that both both parents got the great job and everything, and they still getting as much or more in food stamps than we are. I, I you know say so it's like and that's like you saying we all under the same shit. It's just the perception of the. I would that you want to see the juxtapositioning. I would also say because as it relates to housing, you know that's what I do professionally. So I I am in housing. I I am passionate about housing. Uh, research NYCHA, research housing. Yeah. It wasn't built for black and brown people. No, they only wanted black and brown people in NYCHA. Talking about subsidy, they only wanted black and brown people in NYCHA after white people started to move wow. out of the city. And they moved so at first it was to Long like, Island. At first it was for like war vets and stuff, right? Like when they started doing Yeah, that's stuff. when it was built. Yeah. Yeah. But they moved out to Long Island. And there was a surplus of units. Was there was a surplus of units. We weren't in Brooklyn. And yeah. it was a surplus of units. And they needed people to take on those units. So that's when they started to um, desegregate. Uh, NYCHA. But the reality is, like, you didn't desegregate it. You just said black people can now start living in these units because white people don't want to live out here because it is cheaper to live out in Long Island, again, when we talk about subsidies, because the federal government built Long Island. But now it seems like it's... um, Red line. Check that out. 
Yeah, Redline. It almost seems like it's doing the Wonder Wheel because now those people that moved out, their kids or grandchildren, trying their grandchildren, to come back grandchildren to the city. Oh, they ain't trying. Yeah, well, they're they're, they're going. Their shit grandchildren, sixteen deep in a one bedroom. Their grandchildren or their children or the ones that left when in the eighties when. The city looked like it was going to go to hell and he was going to get murdered in 125th Street. Yeah. Those families left. And now their kids is coming back and saying, Dad, I don't see the that city that you talk about. Yeah. That shit is gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. But you left this city and now your kids need somewhere to live. Because the reality is, look, J Train is just blocks away. A train is just blocks away. Mm -hmm. When you are able to get on the train, take it a few stops, and be in the city less than 30, 20, 15 we know, we minutes. Know that very well. I'd be the 40 dudes in 30 Why minutes. would I pay the amount of rents that the city is asking for if I can get it in Brooklyn? Yep. Yeah. And Makes no sense why I would I would go to 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 Manhattan, Manhattan and live in you know Hell's Kitchen when I could go live on Fulton Street. Yeah, and then go work in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> like, so I don't know. So get get um get more into what you do, especially like your so you're into housing development or just housing right? I am in housing development. I work for a nonprofit. Going to skip the name, but uh, I'm go I work for. No case, no case. <laughs> um, I work for a housing developer who uh, builds uh, affordable home ownership across uh, New York City. Uh, you nice. uh, actually have a few units already or buildings finished in Brooklyn. I'm not sure about Queens. Yeah, so we build um, single-family homes out in Queens. We are just was on a call today trying to talk about financing for our uh, third phase, uh, 16 homes that's going to be on uh, in that cluster. And then in, in Brooklyn, uh, we usually build uh, multifamily, and uh, we have a cluster of about 140, 150 units of co-ops that we uh, are going to be having uh, building in the next, uh, you know, two to three years. Now, what's y'all? I never asked you this. What's y'all target like demographic for who you're trying to have occupy these units? So we, my job is, as I was talking about the government and all the partners that I have, my job is to work with the government. My job is also to work with the community to make sure that they know that these opportunities are available in a community that we build. Majority of the people that we serve is uh, single uh, women, single, sorry, single black mothers, very simple. Um, so all of those single black mothers who are looking for home ownership, if you are a single black mother looking for a home ownership, reach out to Dawn, reach out to uh, Notch, they'll pitch you. Instagram will be at the end but y'all can reach out to us as well. You can, yeah, just hit me up. Uh, you hit up my Instagram, you'll see my organization, clearly. Um, but um, we majority serve the communities that we that we build in. Right. Yeah. I think that's dope, man. I, I, when you told me that's what you was doing, I was so proud of you. But.
Um, it, I, yeah, I, I be like, I be proud, but at the same time, I don't be like surprised. It's like yeah, it's not something surprising. that we saw coming from years ago. Cause like, Joshua, we, yeah, because like before me and Cole was hanging out, it was me and Cottrell hanging out <laughs> playing with wrestling toys and shit. And, and then, then Cole found out I was like almost. What am I like? Three years older than you? Probably about what you, yeah. Something like that. And I was doing, you know, my deep weekend heavy shit. You know what I'm saying? I was already high at 12, 11. And Cole was like, nah. He wasn't playing with the toys. He wasn't playing with the toys. He was 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 playing with the toys. Not it was me and Kachow really hanging out. Me and Kachow got him. I was, out. I was, I was, I was you right. Cold, right. Cold, right. Cold, right. Cold, right. Cold, right. Cold, right. Playing with the toys. Not sure there was the real WWF going on. <laughs> I, I was leaving. <laughs> I, was, I was going too smoke, and I stopped. I'm, I'll never forget. I'm looking down, and he just like he was out. They just like. That's when I was like, I'm like, you high? <laughs> just like that. Is. He looked up at me. I said, son, come on. You can't be around me. You can't. But that's to say that I, we always saw, we was like, yo, oh, he going to be the first black president before we knew before, him. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm always, always, always like that. That about we was like, yo, he the first president. He the president of the Rock black. took that for so much I don't want it if I can't be the first. <laughs> Just be a rich lobbyist out here. Now. <laughs> well, he obviously, I know they obviously see that you love and enjoy the world that you're in right now. Are you you trying to take it a step above of what you're doing? Like, I mean, I get asked this question a lot. So you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, would you really like to be like a, a mayor or governor of New York or something one day? Like. <sighs> I mean, so I, I tell I tell everybody it's 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 a it's a it's my stupid political joke. I hope people get it. But I say I wake up in the morning saying yes, and I go to sleep saying no because I see the bullshit in in between. Um, I hope that don't go over. <laughs> right? Because like, if you would have asked me a year after graduation, a year after college graduation, what are you gonna do? Um, I would have said I'm going to be down in D.C. Mm-hmm. being there's not a lot of black men fundraisers and that's what I was doing right after college. So I was like, I'm going to go down to D.C. I'm going to stand out. I'm going to be a black fundraiser. I'm fucking good at it. And I'm going to take over the world. It was cocky. And uh, for some reasons, you know, personal reasons, I stayed in New York. But the reality is, like, I believe that everything happens for a reason. And um, I started to see that you did not have to be in elected office to um, change things. Right. Um, and the relationships that I started to build, the the personal friendships that I have in, in elected office, whatever happens in the future is whatever. But right now, what I'm trying to do is be the best uh, uh, lobbyist. That, be the best you right now. Be, yeah, be the best me. I, could, I mean, being the best me, that's all you can do. I say love yourself. And if, uh, you know, for me... Everybody think that I'm a cocky, cocky motherfucker, which yeah. is like, I also say that because I love me, right? Like, ain't nobody, yeah, just and, sure. in my opinion, in my world, and I hope everybody lives in their world, in my world, ain't nobody better than me. Mm-hmm. So if you live in that world and you tell yourself that truth, yeah. then there's nothing that anybody can take. So in that sense, I am trying to be the, be- uh, the best me, but I'm also trying to be the best lobbyist out here. I mean... Yeah. 
you know, for me to be able to do what I do for my client, um, I think is I want to be second to none. You know, you saying that uh, people might take you as cocky is funny. Isn't that funny? Because if you know Cottrell and you know him his whole life, it's like, and somebody said, yo, your brother cocky motherfucker, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's that's him. That's him, but you got to understand why. You just got to know Yeah, he always always was comfortable with himself. He always always comfortable with himself. Um, But he he was always going to be everything. Mm -hmm. Like, that's like, before he decided on doing this, he was going to do everything. So, Wincy... Said, this is it. This is it. I I felt like it was endless. Oh, if the sky was limitless. So, uh, that sounded like a politician's answer. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Because yeah, it's real, because you wake up thinking about what you want to do or the, the goal you want to obtain, and then you might come to that realization by the end of the day that, damn, that's going to be mad work. Especially if you just tried it for that day, and it's like, oh, shit. Like, yo, I say that every time we set up to do a show, I'll be like, yo, uh, then after this, like, I just got on work, did this. After this, I got work at 8 in the morning, but I'm going to be up to 4 in the morning chopping this up, editing it, and doing everything. So it's the the grind that makes everything worth it. And that's the thing. When it comes to politicians, I I, I hope after, after this, people give them a little bit more leeway. If they still fuck up after that, not the whole profession, but one person, then you cut them out. But what we expect from politicians is to be the jack of all trades, yeah. right? right? And for me right now, I'm the, I'm the jack of housing, right? right. I know housing. You know that. Um, so when I get called, I'm like, look, if you ask me about education policy, I ain't the best. But we expect them to know education policy, housing policy, healthcare policy, union policy. Policing. Policing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what I want you to do is you're an educator, you tell me. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Just because I'm in this position don't mean that I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I learned that's as a team. And that's what I learned as a as a lobbyist. And I and I say all the time again about that space about people saying, you know, that I don't like voting or I don't want to vote. When you don't vote, you empower somebody else. Right. And when you don't vote, you most importantly power somebody like me who's a lobbyist, who can go to your elected official and tell your elected official what I want and not what your community wants. Mm-hmm. Because I have clients. And those clients, unlike my employer, are not always at the best wishes of your community. So... Think about every big business that you know most likely have a lobbyist. And they're in these communities. See, and that goes not only not 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 that they're in these communities, they're in your elected officials. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean I don't mean like like physically. Right, right. <laughs> right. But, but like a ghoul. Like you know, right. like oh like rrr. Right. It, I, I mean, mean you know, but that goes back I'm to what he said this. in the beginning of the whole the whole conversation was like you could even be a regular person that if you want to get into politics, you got to get dive deep into it, right. put your shit on paper and everything, and it goes to that. He's somebody that's in the neighborhood. <laughs> so if I'm with my two big brothers and his friends is talking stupid and I know where they from, if I feel like saying something to their official, I'm going to say something. And that, that goes to just educate yourself on anything that you're doing. I have, I mean, I, I, I have staff. Um, 
And if I don't like something that they are doing, I tell them. Right. Now, at the end of the day, as their supervisor, if I told you something and you don't do it, when the evaluation comes out, I could either give you a failing evaluation, which can also result to me firing you or me giving you a promotion. That is politics. It's not like they are not asking for a reevaluation every time they are up yeah, for re-election. You are choosing as their supervisors. They work for you. You are choosing as their supervisors to say, I'm not going to evaluate you this year. See, that, and it bugs me out when people can't simplify shit. That shit sounds like street shit. <laughs> it just sounds like street shit, because it's like, it's just more of rules and shit you gotta follow. And it's, it's, real, it's, it's real simple. We yeah. all, in every profession, we all got a boss. And if you the boss, you got employees. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the elected officials are not the boss. No. They're their employee of you. Of you. Yeah. Yeah, but people are more fans of sports Let teams. Let that go over your head. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People are more invested in their sports teams than like, politics. Yeah, but then like, that goes to, the, do, that goes I mean, to the systematic <laughs> thing. Like, it's just been ingrained in us from... But in that, that, in that system, like that, that. Even, even that fucks me up. You yeah, want to know why? I don't like that. No, no, no. I mean, because... Because the question is then, like I just said about the lobbyists, right? You love your sports teams. How many sports teams in the past 10 years move states, cities? You think these stadiums are built on the owner's dime? Yeah. You think the politicians don't yeah. got nothing to do with that? I mean, For my brothers and sisters out there, you got to understand that's your taxpaying money being spent to build the stadium, but they telling you that you, it was. It was uh, what's his name? He used to. Um, I think his name was Robert Moses. Well, he was a, a developer, and he's the one that made the move. The Met Stadium, right there. Niggas ain't watching Romeo Must Die. Like, I mean, yeah. Robert, <laughs> Robert Moses is a fuckhead, but Mom, like, I'm just but like, yeah, I get what you say. Like how 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 this city is created, how it functions, how. How is how architecture of this city works? It's all because of Robert Moses. How he wanted to run through communities with with um, uh, uh, the highways. It's all because of Robert Moses. But just yeah. just the Yankees moving. Look at how much the Yankees got. Mm-hmm. I love my Yankees. But look at how much the, <laughs> <laughs> look how much the Yankees got when they get a new stadium. Yeah. And that's not just MLB. MLB, NBA, all of them. Every time they move to a new state, a new new city, best believe they're getting tax revenue. Shit, we know that up front from the Barclays coming. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> that shit was almost a scary situation for a lot of people that was in that area. Right. Yo. Yeah. Um, you just kicking us out. Yeah, I'm in that domain and all. I remember. Yeah, I'm giving you your check and you leaving. <laughs> now. No, no, no you. They gave like a million. So they gave people. Well, that was the report. Well, I don't. I, um, they knocked all that shit down. They knocked it all down. And if you again, if you if you from Brooklyn and you know Brooklyn and you've been down to Fulton, you know again, nothing happens by coincidence. Yeah. These are all things. Check out New York City Planning Commission. They are the ones responsible for planning out New York City. None of this happens 
overnight. None of this is yeah, like, just rip this shit oh, let me just do this tomorrow. How many layers is it for New York? It's cities under the city right now, like from the Okay, so I ask you a 50s. question with that, and you know about this because I don't want to stay on uh, your occupation too long. <laughs> um, with, you know, you just said New York City Plan Committee? Planning, Planning Commission. Planning Commission. Yes, sir. Um, so if you go up there, you'll see now how they're planning on putting basically city jails in each borough, right? They're trying to close Rikers. They're closing Rikers. They're closing Rikers, and they want to export Rikers into to the to four boroughs. Four boroughs, excuse me. Four. Four. Because Staten Island, they're not going not to accept it. in Brooklyn. Yeah. So, I don't think a lot of people are up on those plans. I know it because at my job, mm -hmm. where I'm at, this is they're the people that. When you design and shit, you yep. gotta go there, right? Yep. So I, I've seen designs for the new, um, I guess Brooklyn Jail, uh -huh. uh, down in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and how they're gonna do it is crazy. It's kind of like they're taking the bookings and weighing. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, they're gonna bring your ass under <laughs> the Barclays and all yeah. that, and, and hide it, and just hide it, jail. hide it in plain sight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, um, it's millions of dollars. So what they doing in Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, like Bronx? I, 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 so. Do you know any, or can you shed light? Because I'm pretty sure my people, people don't know about that. They don't know that's happening. People just think Rikers are clo is closing. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the campaign was closed Rikers. And, uh, they, they, they agree. Um, they're going to close Rikers. But any any easy win like that, you started. You got to start the question. Yeah. And uh, they decided that they wanted to close Rikers. And um, the question before you get to the four jails that they're exporting into the four boroughs, not Staten Island. Um, I wonder why not. It's it's very simple why they're not picking up in Staten Island because it is overwhelmingly white. Um, but besides right. <laughs> But the, que the, the, the question is what they do with the property that they just vacated. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It, it's, it's, what, oh, do you I, do, I, that, even, what do you do with Rikers? That's a six borough coming right there. What do you do with Rikers now that you've completely, you know, isolated? And, and, the, and the hard thing is in New York City, we, leave, we live on an island. Yes. And we, do, we are not North Dakota. No. We cannot continue to just build on on an island. At some point but at some point you hit the water. water. And even in some parts of New York City, like the Rockaways and, and, and Long Island, they're already in the in water. The water. They're already building on the water. They're already building past where Mother Nature wants them to build. That's why she keeps taking it back. I ain't bitch. Sandy Park two coming. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's Mother Nature is like this is this. The agreement was this was mine. That's y'all's. So building tracks across your shit. So the question is what they're doing on Rikers. If it's not for black and brown people after um, uh, traumatizing us on that island, if you are not then building that island for black and brown people 
and I specifically say black and brown, black and brown wealth, then that's again where you vote. Yeah. That's where you then speak to the next mayor and you speak to the next governor or the governor. What borough is that a part of? Right the Bronx. The Bronx? Uh, that's Queens. Queens. Is it Queens? Queens. Yes. I think it's Queens. Gotcha. You gotta go through Queens. Gotcha. Queens. But then you get on that long ass bridge that I'm never trying to get on again. Because <laughs> I think the district attorney of the Bronx actually has oversight. But anyway. It's all a shit show. It's a shit show. But you gotta go through Queens. <laughs> God damn you, gotta go, you gotta go through Queens, okay? But then it's a bridge, like I said, it goes maybe after the bridge you went in the Bronx. Right. But I don't want to know the Guardia I don't wanna I don't wanna lose your 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 audience, right? So it's like what you what they are going to do in a four boroughs is they're going to export every everybody to that specific borough, 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 home borough. to stay home there. Borough. Right. Home and the fight was the fight was and the fight still is that where these jails are going, the communities of which they are going in is still not accepting them. Yeah. Because if you think of downtown yeah. Manhattan or downtown Brooklyn, it's not a lot of black and brown people. And a lot of people, a lot of white people, their argument was build the jails of where the people come from. Which goes to what you were saying earlier. It's not the same where you come from. <laughs> so, but the question is, like, again, res what I said about respecting me and having me at the table determining my community. You don't want to build home ownership in my community. You don't want to build real affordable housing in my community, but you want to build shelters and you want to build jails, which makes me believe how you see me in my community. Mm -hmm. You only see me as inmates and people in the shelter. You do not see me as a homeowner. You do not see me as someone that should, you know, work, that, that does work hard and that should afford affordable housing. Mm -hmm. You're saying what I call, you know, limous, limousine liberals. It's, it's, it's generally white people that have good conscience. But when the policy really hits the road, when the policy really is like, where do we put this this policy? It's like, whoa! Well, I just supported the policy. Yeah. I don't that I really don't like when support the implementation of it. <laughs> I'm just giving you an idea. Right, Rikers Island needs to be closed because uh, how you treat black and brown people is horrible. All right, so we're going to put this jail over here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pit it away, pit it away. They said it was basically deteriorating, too. Rikers? That it is. I mean, again, uh, people that live in NYCHA can tell you, like, parts of NYCHA is deteriorating. She's over yes. 100 years old. Why? <laughs> like, if... If in, in New York City, you the, you're the landlord. If if I if I don't pay attention, my mom's gotta send a ticket in at least four times before they come fix the goddamn sink. If I don't pay attention, if I divest again and not invest in in, in anything over multiple decades, you will start to see a change. You have to. You have to. So it's like everything rots. And again, Especially nothing happens. Out of nowhere. 
So if I want black and brown people to start leaving NYCHA, or if I want to make the case of why NYCHA should go privatization, Mm -hmm. I need a reason why. Because where I'm at, the Jewish community buying that shit piece by piece. And I mean, so the reality then becomes if I am divesting in your NYCHA complex Mm -hmm. and it is falling apart, I can then make the case, oh, we don't have enough money to finance the construction and the capital resources to really finance a small city in our city because NYCHA is bigger than some cities across the country. I am telling you, I can't do it. I I can't, it's it's just too much money. And we now need outside money to come in and to fix NYCHA. That's exactly how they see that shit. It's just like they, we lower than them. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. That that shit bugs me out. I'm ready to get out of New York in the next 10 years. (laughs) I don't know. I want to see where it goes as well. So, I don't know. Uh, so, where do you see, uh, cause you was talking about this earlier, uh, I believe yesterday, but the difference with, uh, homelessness being at an all-time high and, you know, the difference between street homelessness and homelessness, cause I think people get the two mixed up because they're both growing. Right. So, <clears throat> New York City homelessness, when, when... When people are talking about homelessness in New York City, they they generally are not talking about street homeless. Right. When you talk about street homeless, it's the guy that is sleeping in uh, Chamber Street and Court Square. Court Square on the park bench. Mm-hmm. Those people generally are not counted in New York City's homeless population. That's crazy. The New York City homeless population is the shelter system. Homeless shelters. Yeah. Which today that's why I named it that homeless shelters. Right. Tonight, sixty thousand people will sleep in New York City shelters. Majority of those being women and children. And that is because again it goes back to the work that I do of why I'm passionate about housing. It's because we do housing wrong. We do housing wrong in New York City. We we make sure that people can't afford New York City. Yeah, because correct me if I'm wrong. Most of those people in shelters are working people. They are working. So it's like what you going to? I can't afford this shit. I mean, I mean, I I tell people when I go out into a community, the passion that I have for housing is because I've lived in just about every piece of housing possible. I've lived in a shelter. I've lived in. Uh, 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 a private house. I've lived in a multi-dwelling. I've lived in um, a senior housing. I lived in a trailer park. Every piece of housing you can think of. Now, when you talk about people working and living in the shelter, that was my mother. So, yes, there are people working two, three jobs in New York City that cannot afford the rent. A goddamn studio. That is ridiculous. And the reason why is, again, because of communities and gentrification and displacement. Because 
When you are someone that is an outsider coming from Ohio or Long Island, and you are a professional, a young professional, and you have a two-bedroom apartment, and it's you and your girlfriend, and then the second second bedroom is your your uh, is your um, is your is sorry, I was just a, it's you, your girlfriend, and then it's um. Co-worker. Your co-worker and their girlfriend and then in the living room what you might have is somebody living there. With their kids. <laughs> Five, no, no, generally no. because they don't no, have kids. They they're young kids. professionals. Yeah, so generally at the pizza shop. Right. So generally <laughs> what you are looking at is five incomes that can probably pay three thousand dollars at rent. Just get into the just, just get into the. I mean, but three thousand three thousand dollars for five people, it don't look so crazy. And now you lucky motherfucker that we got these apps and shit because you would have been paying for cable. You would have been. Paying but what I'm yeah, yeah. They, they live off without none of that shit. But get what I'm saying, right? They read books and shit. You pay three thousand dollars, thirty five hundred dollars in rent. Yeah. And it's five of y'all. You're not really hurting. But when that rent is now thirty five hundred dollars. The landlord next door is looking and saying, if he can get $3,500, I can get $3,500. And what that then does is move that mother to the shelter. Because his unit looked better than his. Right. Because for that, that's the game. That's charging five and a half over here. Because what, what, what starts to happen is that mother who only has three or tried to make three incomes, she can't compete with five incomes. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with us on Madison. Oh, at nice. eight to eight, eight thirty one, they that rent went up when the um Chinese people took it right. up. Right. I mean that had to go to the we went to the like you said, the private housing and putting them and then we had to go to the shelter. Now we in the projects. And it's like everything is almost the same. Like what you just cause this apartment and it's even like that in the projects. Just cause this apartment is more spacious, you gotta pay more rent. Right. Boy, we in the same goddamn building. <laughs> Under the same conditions. Under the same conditions, all of us, but because you got two more, I, I don't know. Right. I don't know that housing shit like that, so I don't know. Oh, you got anything else you want to try to get out of it? And you can finish with, with, yeah. the, with the, the, the homeless. And but, yeah, that was, so that's what I want to ask you. Is that, like, is that really like an all-time high in the city? 60,000? Yeah. Really? Yeah. But then that goes to what he's saying. They only count, they counting the people that's, that they the place show, in, the in the show. That they place and they not talking about the ones that they not. But we, we, we saw a surge, we saw a surge from uh, the Bloomberg years. And then we seen, we continue to see a surge during the de Blasio years. And it's, we are, we just are not doing that. Yeah, because I remember years. a time where I knew a lot of people that was in shelter, bro. Like it was, it was crazy. And it wasn't like now. It's right. more now. So like you say sixty thousand. Like, yeah, it's a lot. Sixty thousand. That's a lot. And you know, I've been working. I've been working sixty thousand. In the past ten years, I did three jobs that was yeah. homeless shelters, and it's it's worse now. Cause when we was in there, it was like light, but it's it's worse now, man. Sixty sixty thousand is a lot, um, but um, talk to me. This time next year, we might be at around 70, 75,000, maybe even as high as 80. Yeah. That's scary, man. That is. It's, it's, well, uh, I, hope that you, I hope that your work can uh, kind of 
there's some of the people that's in there now out if the numbers even do grow. That's all I guess you can hope for, cause. But that's all you can do is just your part. You know what I'm saying? So that's he don't even do his part and just touch as many lives. Well, as do you can see? Right do you see? Um, cause I spoke on this before. I felt like this might happen. I seen an article on it a few months ago, but I don't know if it has took precedent yet. But um, do you think COVID? Is gonna affect like rent um, going up or down? Because a lot of people are moving. They said they're moving out of the state and they leave. And yeah, um, so it was a report last week that said that for the first time in the past few years that that Manhattan rents dropped lower than three thousand dollars. That ain't nothing to fucking celebrate. Three thousand, like we going under three thousand dollars, and we celebrating as a city. Like that's what I mean. That we doing housing wrong. Like that's mm-hmm. nothing to celebrate. That's something to cry about. Like yo, well, we, so what was point. it? Well, right. What was it for? We, no, 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 not where what where where what where was it going? Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you on a trajectory of going where? So from just in that that statement, I'm thinking if you get in a one bedroom one. 22nd and 4-5 or some shit. That shit was like 4,000. 4,200. Might have been. But at least it was definitely over three. But, you know, I think the reality is that what's going to happen is that we are going to have a housing crisis, not just in New York City, but across the country. Mm -hmm. Because what's happening right now is evictions are pulled. That doesn't mean that evictions are not going to be swamped. Um, in January, when the courts open back up, when the governor gives the okay for and lifts his executive order to for yeah. your landlord to sue you, right now landlords are not accepting anything yeah. from their tenants because if you accept anything, it's what they call show cause. You've shown that you are trying to pay something. I can give you a dollar, but I don't have it, yeah. right? So the courts can then say, "Look, landlord, he tried." So the landlords are not doing anything until January. And then in January, they're going to see if the governor lifts the um, the executive order. That's why you see homelessness going up next year. I, I, reason why. I, I, yes, I see a lot of people being evicted. Um, and I see that the only net that they're going to have is is the homeless shelters. Or the streets. Landlords going to get their ass back pay, you and they're not gonna. I mean, they're not gonna have it. They're not. They're not. They're not gonna have it. And people are going to be put out of their houses. Mm. So, what do you see happening with this election? What do you? How do you see this going? How do you see it? And a a late, a late night on Tuesday. Who's at two seventy? Huh? Tell me who's at two seventy. Um. How do you feel about it? Like Don just said, this is a political answer, right? Like, so I, it's a lot of factors. Um, I think Joe has a chance to pull it out. Um, and I think uh, Kamala is um, energizing a lot of black vote in places especially, like Georgia. Especially the female vote. Especially the female vote. Um, but voter suppression is real. And the Republicans know that if voter turnout is high, they lose. And they know if 
every vote is not counted, they win. So how do I ensure that uh, people votes are not counted? Uh, I take their mailboxes away. I take their mailboxes, which you just... <laughs> like, who the fuck? What world are we living in, bro? This shit looked like that. the Simpsons cartoon for real. Because I, I was like, yo. Somebody told me that they voted online. That too. We do it up. And I thought, Man, I hope I hope that person. I'm still uh, confused uh, with that one because that might be a little a future thing. I hope I hope that person Bro, is not one online. So were they in New York City? From your phone? They were here. They were here. I hope That's that person. Yeah, I, I hope I hope that person. Uh, yo, I love all. I love everybody. Love to all, yeah. But that's just not true. Oh it's not true. You just gave somebody your social and everything, brother. Like, you just fucked yourself over. It's not true. <laughs> you didn't vote. Yeah. On Google. You <laughs> didn't. We just, yo, we well, just got, yo, yo, we just got early vote in June. You think New York State is like you can vote on line? WWW, I voted? No, we not there. We are, we are not there. There is no legislation governing an online vote. It's not true. I let people tell me whatever they want to, and I just like, oh, well, okay. It's not true. I'm, I'm not no dummy, and I'm gonna I'm I'm come ask somebody else that I know. <laughs> it's not. Control, it's... And I'm be like, yo, somebody said this. So whoever, um, you, you know who you are. You say you voted <laughs> online. Yeah. Go and vote. Yeah, yeah I, 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 you just got paid today. If you got paid today or tomorrow, go take your money out your account. Go vote. That shit don't. No, no, no. That Before you go vote, go take your money out your account <laughs> and close that account <laughs> and go get a new car because you bug you bugged up. Yeah. Now, this is what I mean. People take the easy way out instead of just doing their homework or going the for sure route. Just go. Yeah. Just go vote. Go just just go vote. If you got questions. So, at somebody. I guess early vote now has to be over six, 60 million now because the last time I seen it was at 45. So yeah, yeah. That's probably over 60. Yeah. Does that, how, how do you feel about that? Do you, do you feel like that's like the people speaking like, look, I already know. You know what I'm saying? But that's uh, a little not, way, do you feel like it's, it's people for Biden or? Do you feel like it's, it's more Trump getting ahead of? You got the voter suppression and everything. Now like get out there and vote. That's what I was going to say. Um, I can't call it. Right. Um, and and anybody that will tell you that they know how the election will go is also a liar. Especially it's just it's after right after four after four years of this you can't. You can't tell me that. I think the the reason why I think that Joe is a front runner and can win, I'm not saying he is, mm -hmm. but can win, is because Joe is more likable. He's not as likable as Barack. I mean, Barack could have killed somebody, and people would be like, yeah, but what did they do to Barack, though? Yeah, but <laughs> the issue four years ago was when I was doing political campaigns, I told my candidates two things. One, I was the fundraiser, so I don't go to jail for nobody. You know, campaign finance is, is a bitch. That's a real thing. <laughs> and, I'm over here. And, and we ain't doing nothing illegal. So 
That's a real thing. My second question always was, do people like me? And if the answer was no, I don't know how you can win. And the answer to Hillary Clinton's do people like you answer was no. Oh, was no. People didn't like her. Yeah. No. No, people ain't Hillary Clinton. No. People, like her. people, people there's there was there was a real dislike for Hillary Clinton. And everybody got their reasons why. But let me tell you also, if you she, she ran in 2000 what? 16. Her husband ran in nineteen ninety two. That whole time, that whole time, right? Her likability is is questionable because I would say that whole time the Republicans knew she would eventually want to run for president. And since 1992, when she showed up on the scene, they've been been not just watching her, but demonizing her. So it's like after, from 1992, to 2017, if you put in people's heads, this woman is evil and she eats babies. People will be like, yo, she can't do it. She can't be the first woman president. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, I have people telling me like, yo, her hormones, she might have... Um, she might have start nuclear war. But I and I'm like, but my question was, but hasn't every war been started by a man? That's one. And two, have you seen how old she is? You think she's still? No. So you just don't like her. That's cool to say you just don't like her. But don't, like, give me the... I'm picking the lesser two I'm picking the racist. I'm going to pick the racist. Come on. Come on. You missed me on that one. Come on. Yeah, I kind of feel like Trump is going to win. I did so. I don't, I don't want him to win, but I just I feel think he's like, gonna get reelected. But like, cause y'all said, Joe might have like a slight chance. But so, do I think? I'm gonna get political nerdy real quick. Do I believe that Joe can win um, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania? Those are the states that um, maybe Pennsylvania. I think he can win all three because those are the states that have always gone blue but Trump won and it's a real thing for people to say I want a businessman to run the government we tried this shit and they're like that shit ain't work right so the reality is if he loses Michigan Pennsylvania and Wisconsin it becomes very hard for him he has to win um, Florida um, I think that's what but, but if he wins, can help with. But like the Michigans and like what you're saying, I right. think Kamala can help. I think Kamala help to the Flint communities. Right. Like I that. I think she I think she could pull that out. I think there's a lot of people that's like I tried it with Trump and it ain't it ain't what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, he throw um, water bottles at us. He got Obama and <laughs> black women on his side. Yeah, I I. I think I think you start to look at where he is he is putting a pressure on Trump and again I don't trust the polls but does does is Georgia in play? If Georgia is in play, then that's it's we're done. Yeah. Do I think that Arizona 
North Carolina, uh, go yeah. Democrat. When, I think so. When did Georgia get more more races than Mississippi and Alabama and all that? When did it get more? Yeah, well, I don't think Georgia is more racist than Mississippi, but uh, I think what happens why Georgia starts to be in play is it. I, How many electoral votes in the North? You know, oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Probably like five. Who, Georgia? Yeah. No. More? Yeah. Like 11? I mean, if, yeah, it's pretty high because remember, the electoral votes is the two senators and your congressional yeah, members. Right. So they got more than got three more. congressional yeah, members, yeah. right? That state is big. It's big. But the reason why uh, they're changing and they're consistently changing goes back to what we are doing wrong in New York. Everybody is leaving New York and going to Georgia. Right. The housing situation. The housing situation. Yeah, so they leave New York, they go to Georgia. I'm gonna get a big ass house for less than. Yo, my pops got a house. My pops got a house. It's a fucking mini mansion. That motherfucker ain't leave. He did not leave New York as a Democrat and go down to Georgia as a Republican. He's voting as a Democrat. So it's like all of these Democrats that are leaving the North. He just built a kitchen in the basement. Why should he? He all of these Democrats. We should not, we should not, as Democrats, be in contention for Georgia. No. Just like Donald Trump should not be in contention for, I don't know if y'all voting, so I'm not going to say New York, but like Connecticut. Connecticut is, is white and Republican, uh, uh, Democrat as hell. You right? So it's going to go, you get what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason, there's no reason other than they are doing housing wrong across the country. It's gonna be an interesting week, man. Yeah. That's, that's that's all it sounds like. Yeah. Um, I hope we gave people some gems and some food for thought to take. I hope from it this, is. You know what I'm saying? I hope it is, man. Yeah. You got yeah. anything else you want to get to the people before we get out of here? Because I'm starving, tired, <laughs> and I gotta take a piss. I ain't gonna Um. But this part one, we're gonna have part two after the election. We're gonna vote. Go out and vote. Um. If I come back, willing to have conversations about, I'm I'm more excited about the municipal elections if we still have a democracy. Um, <laughs> then. America not gonna be America. No. Yo, yo, empire. Yo, every empire fell. I mean, I mean, yeah, but I'm more like. I watch a lot of movies and like uh, Hunger Games is one of my favorites and I'm oh, like, yo. You know, so it's it's um my knife game is immaculate. So I say I say vote. Um I I'm not support I'm not here I'm here just as control, so I say vote Joe. Vote Joe because I can give you all the reasons why. But very simple, I assume that most of the people watching this is black and brown. Why are you going to vote for a racist? He's racist. Point blank, period. There's um, people that say Joe is racist, too. I would say that Everyone I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know that Joe is racist. But what I do know is that 
none of them are perfect and none of them um, are me. So it's not my policies, but I am more aligned with Joe and Kamala's policies than I will ever be aligned with a Trump he gave us enough these last four years, and we damn sure will be seeing his bum ass on TV after this. Yeah, yo. So we need to get him out of the White House. Yeah. So this is this right basically here. Basically, it is this uh, before we leave. Is this because the um, tell the people what you're talking about? Uh, the, the national poll average. Yeah. Um, right now, on is it because October 29th? Is it because? Of early voting because I don't understand how they. Oh, that's November second. So Is it because of early voting, they they tallying up votes day by day. So it, 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 no, this is still them polling people and asking people. They're not. They're not. No votes have been counted. Right, because that says November second. Right, no votes have been counted. The reality is. Wait, um, wait a minute. Don't tell me no votes have been counted. No votes have been counted. The amount of people that have voted have voted, but no votes have been counted. You you can't you can't count votes before election day. So no votes have been counted. What they are saying, which is why I, I started to nerd out, and that's what he is doing, right? Is like, the reality is, if you see a national poll, throw it out. Texas. If you see a national, right, if you see a national poll, throw it out. Because we do not vote as a nation. We vote as 50 states. Right. So you have to look at the state polls and see where they are falling within those polls. Joe can be 60-40 national polls. I don't care if he is losing. Who the fuck are you talking to? Right, but no, no, no. If he's losing every swing state, like, it's, it doesn't matter, right? That just means that a lot of people in California and New York picked and up those polls. Those are the ones that he circled. Those are the ones that he circled that right now, there is, really it, it is really... Tuesday night, watch Arizona, Florida. Yeah, I see. Yeah, Tuesday night, watch Arizona, Florida, North Carolina, um, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Watch those states. Those will tell you who the next president is. Okay, cool. All right. Can't clap for me. So, the phone call. <laughs> Where's my phone? It's D-Ranking Heavy. And y'all already know what we about to do. We about to get up out of here. Y'all should go fuck the phone. That's what y'all do.